Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Is it a Midwest thing when you just stop even looking at the weather and you're just like, whatever happens today will happen? Yeah, because there's no use in even believing or listening to the weather people because it's going to change. And you could walk outside this morning and it's negative 13 degrees and then... No, that's going to be tomorrow. Well, yeah. Oh. I always bring a suitcase in my car just in case to have a full range of attire because... Smart. You never know. Oh, I got snowed in in Atlanta to a radio station I worked for for like three days and did not bring a single anything. A single anything else. That happened to me one time. Not three days, but um, I got snowed in and I had to stay over, so... I now have clothes. It's awful. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse to sleep here. There used to be like some crummy motel up the street that got knocked down because it like didn't pass health inspection. And mm-hmm. that used to be where they would put everybody up at the station so sure. you could come do your job. Mm. Thankfully, it got knocked down. That's a good thing. Yikes. But um, so the weather's going to be. So mm. basically from 9 a.m. this morning to midnight, it is going to be snowing. We're getting more snow. Yeah, like a lot of it. At least um, it's not going to be like cold. Cause I, don't, I don't mind snow as long as it doesn't get cold. Uh-oh, well, dude. have I got a story for you. Um, when we wake up and come to work tomorrow, it is going to be 10 degrees, but it's going to feel like negative 7. Negative 7? Yeah. Oh, that, uh, that's when it hurts. They have been throwing around the phrase flash freeze. Uh-oh. What is that? It's going to be so cold. Everything that might melt, because it's going to be slushy today. Yeah. Everybody keeps saying it's slushy today. Ew, she weeps <laughs> at me. Jordan Silver and Friends. 69 on 96.5 The Buzz. The Buzz fam, I'll give you one guess out of the three of us that requested that song. <laughs> That's it. Hey, it fits. I was presenting the weather, therefore I am the weatherman. Yeah. Can- so I needed my, my soundtrack. Chris, you're our news person, and you didn't know it was going to snow? Well, I usually don't check the weather until, like, 6.30-ish, and it's not 6.30 yet, so I have no idea what it's going to be like. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you do. Swear? I promise. Okay. Yeah, I didn't even know it was going to do anything until I walked. I was leaving my building, and I looked, and the TV was on and just said snow. I was like, oh, come on, man, no. We just got to just always expect the snow when you're in the Midwest here. I guess so. And also... 50 degrees the next day. Yeah. What? Saturday is supposed to be um, 47 for a high, and then Sunday's high of 52. So we're going and once again from negative 7 to 50. A 60-degree difference. These potholes are going to get even bigger. No. Is that what that means? Yeah. When the freezes and then thaws. I don't say de-thaw because that's 
right. not the correct way. I do say default <laughs> all the time. Like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and then so that's how they just get bigger. And with the freeze and the hotness, it's going to get atrocious. We'll be worse than the Grand Canyon. Oh. <laughs> it's Literally. already damn close already. Why have we not figured out a different system yet? We don't have a Kansas City uh, pothole czar yet. We're oh, getting one of those. Right. Okay. Do you think the term is czar? <laughs> that's, that's what Mayor Quentin Lucas said. Really? He's looking for a pothole czar. I'm dead. Good. Uh, so am I. <laughs> so, am, so is everybody that drove in Kansas City. You guys, if I had one dollar oh. for every single member of the Buzz family that has sent me the Titanic pothole Kansas City <laughs> meme... I wouldn't owe anything on my car that was $1,700 to fix. That is a good meme, though. It is so good. But I get every time I check my, my Instagram or even my Facebook, it's like that meme. Like, oh, find a dollar. Aww. How about you donate a dollar to my car fund? Oh. Okay, no. You mean to start a GoFundMe? No. No. <laughs> no. So, no? Maybe. Music. World. Local. And unofficial holiday. Digging deep into history. Because we're all a bunch of nerds. And bringing you on This Day in History with Jordan Silver and Friends. I have not traced my lineage back to Kansas City, Kansas. I'm from New England. Like, that's where my mom's side's from. My dad's side is from Ecuador. So, but... With the new story that I read 100 years ago, front page of the Kansas City, Kansan, for February 12th, 1920, I feel like I'm related to these people oh and what they're complaining about. I can only imagine what this is. <laughs> we'll get to that coming up. But first, Chris, tell us about what happened on this day last year. NASA has some data that showed that the Earth is actually getting greener. We're 5% leafier. Since 2000, because we have so much carbon dioxide in the air that the, all the green leaves and trees suck that up, which increase makes them get bigger and release more oxygen. Beautiful the cycle. The best part of that story is it says mostly due to tree planting in China and and farming in India. So it has nothing to do with us in our, here in America. <laughs> We're not saving the world, but China and India are. On the same 2004, Mattel announced that Barbie and Ken were breaking up. What? Good morning. This is uh, an announcement we thought we'd never make. Uh, as Barbie's representative, we will today address the rumors surrounding Ken and Barbie's 43-year relationship. So I will confirm that Ken and Barbie are going to go their separate ways. That's because Barbie was always messing around with Skipper. They when said I played that, with Barbies. They oh. said that Ken couldn't keep up with Barbie. No, it's because Skipper left, Barbie left <laughs> Ken for Skipper. That's what was going on at my house when I was playing Barbies. Wow. Okay. On this day in 1999, President Bill Clinton is acquitted in his impeachment trial. Two-thirds of the senators present not having pronounced him guilty. The Senate adjudges that the respondent, William Jefferson Clinton, President of the United States, is not guilty, is charged in the second article of impeachment. What is the point of that if we don't kick him out of office? A waste of time. And money. Mm -hmm. On this day in music history, 1997, Snoop Doggy Dog. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> 
<laughs> and Sean Puffy Combs hold a press conference where they call an end to the East Coast West Coast rap rivalry that killed Tupac. This is strictly for the kids that support our music and support us in general and look up to us to say, well, hey, they're not tripping, so we stop tripping. Could you say the names of the two artists that had the press conference again, please? Snoop Doggy Dog and Sean Puffy Combs. <gasps> you sound like the reporters on CNN. <laughs> this is the kids are into twerking. <laughs> that is when you shake your derriere. Also on this day in '94, the scream that painting of the guy screaming on the bridge is stolen. He went towards the Madonna painting and he grabbed it off the wall and uh, he kind of he started banging it against the wall and against the ground. He then saw the scream and ran towards that and grabbed that off the wall. No wonder it was screaming. <laughs> Sounds painful. Oh, oh. Uh, on this day in, <clears throat> in 1973, the state of Ohio actually went metric, becoming the first state to post metrics on their signage. And the government actually released a little song to encourage people to do the same. Well, there's something new for Uncle Sam. Out with the pound and in with kilogram. Out with the foot, in with the meter. Out with the quart in with the leader. That's about the quality of the recording that I brought to you <laughs> for Mortified coming up at it, 7.30. Hold on. That was way better. Shut up. You've only heard a piece of it. <laughs> on this day in 1963, local history, the construction begins on the Gateway Arch in St. Louis. So this is the tallest memorial in the United States, and when it was being built, 13 people were predicted to die in the construction of it. Insurance got to figure out their statistics. But zero did. Yeah. yeah. Zero died. Go. Could you imagine having the kind of job where it's like, all right, you guys have to go do a live broadcast at Sandstone, but one of you might die. <laughs> no, no. 13 of you are definitely going to die. Look around. Look at your neighbors. One of you is not going to make it out. That might be a fun job. What? Okay. Building? No, the, ac the actuaries to figure out how many people are going to die? That has never been said ever. Right. Well, we are talking to somebody who literally would embalm dead bodies yes. when he was in high school. Or work, Buzz family, if you're just tuning in and getting this information right now. Chris was an embalmer at a funeral home. On this day in 1947, the world changed for women forever. A new designer... Christian Dior was chiefly responsible for launching the most recent fashion revolution. Such a revolution was the new look which swept the feminine world not long after the war. At one stroke, the new look made obsolete practically every garment owned by 50 million American women. How'd you like that to happen? I like how women's lives changed forever in 1947. <laughs> I was about to say, could we vote? Could we own land? If your husband gave you permission. Chris just continued to read. God. <laughs> On this day. I'm start calling you farm boy. I don't know why. In 1940, Mutual Radio presented the first broadcast of the radio play, The Adventures of Superman. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman. Yes, it's Superman. Strange visitor from the planet Krypton who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. I can't believe you find that audio every single time. Oh, my God. Stacy's standing up. What's up? I'm about to fall asleep. I don't know what I continue. What? I, not because Are we boring is, you? No, oh, my God. That, that's not what I meant. No. I, 
It's not boring. Is narcolepsy? I think, it's, I think I'm developing narcolepsy. Okay. Well, <laughs> Stacy, did you know on this day in 1915, Washington, D.C., the first stone of the Lincoln Memorial was put into place? Yeah, that, that one put me to sleep. Jesus. <laughs> well, in 1914, The Squaw Man, the first feature film length shot in Hollywood, is released. Eh. Do you guys remember why? Because I told you this before. Why the film industry is in Los Angeles. Yes, because they were like, screw New York City. No. Stace? I don't listen to you when you talk. Edison <laughs> developed... The light bulb. The video camera as well, basically, for lack oh, of better yeah. terms. Yes. The video camera. And then he wanted a piece of everything made. He wanted money from everything made with his video camera, even after he sold it. New Jersey, which is where he was from, and the film industry started... New Jersey, as far as the state, they were going to start upholding that law and be like, yo, you do have to give Edison a piece of everything made with his video camera. And so the movie industry goes, all right, we're moving west, all the way west, all the way to Hollywood. People think that it is uh, because of the weather, but actually that was just a very good luck thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What a Hollywood thing to do. Like, no, I'm not giving you the money you deserve. Sorry. What a the buzz thing to do. On this day in 1909, the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People is founded. I watched that documentary yesterday for mm-hmm. called The Loving Story on HBO about the interracial couple we talked about yesterday, The Lovings. Um, it was sad. It was really sad. And then eight years after they win their case and they could just legally be married in the state of Virginia, the very last thing the documentary says is that eight years after that, Richard Loving was killed by a drunk driver. Oh, my God. And then God. Mildred lived the rest of her life. Just oh, so sad. I always bring it down. I'm sorry. Wow. Well, honestly, but you know what? It's truth. It's, that's history, and that's mm-hmm. gross. Um, I also found out with that documentary that Arkansas was the last state to decriminalize interracial marriage. 2,000 in the year 2000. I mean, is that shock you? It's Arkansas. Yes, it does. It should. It's... Anyway, okay. All right, On this day in 1892, the U.S. President Lincoln, his birthday was declared a national holiday. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven... Hey, wait a minute. We're on this list of states that celebrate this as a holiday. Missouri? According to Wikipedia, yeah. Kentucky? Which is he's from Connecticut, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, Texas, California, Missouri, and New York. The other states combined Lincoln and Washington for President's Day, which is what we have off on Monday. I did get this information from Wikipedia. The most reliable source on the internet. Sometimes it's right. <laughs> Sometimes it's the easiest thing to understand. All right, so let's talk about this. A hundred years ago, front page of the Kansas City Kansan. I really do feel like I'm related to these people. The people that are complaining. The headline says, Garage law is punctured. The Kansas Supreme Court knocked down an ordinance enacted by the city's commissioners, which would confine garages and automobile repair shops to just one part of the business district of Kansas City. 
the ordinance was enacted when residents living in the neighborhood of Douglas Ave and Shawnee Road protested against Frank Smith building a garage on the corner of their street. The neighborhood has been built over the last few years with fine homes and, quote, the sounds from the garage would impair the quiet and comfort of the restricted district. <laughs> I swear. Does that not sound like me? It's perfect. So it's you. appropriate, How though. can you be having a party on Saturday night with that subwoofer? The court found that stopping Mr. Smith from building his garage in the neighborhood was unconstitutional. Hmm. So. Should have developed an HOA and had a little ordinance there. I think that's what they were trying to do. Yeah, but I'm going to trace my lineage back to those very angry people in Kansas City, Kansas that didn't want this loud, like, zing, zing. that's so annoying. That's so Can annoying. Can you please do that again? Zing, zing. Oh, I love the little torque wrench, maybe. That's exactly, <laughs> that sound all day. Maybe it's like a train where you'd get used to it. No. I don't, also, I don't get used to the trains. I'm 30 stories up. I still hear those bitches every morning. <laughs> Why? What are they beeping for? People in the way. People are not in the way at 4 o'clock in the morning. Well, you don't know that. You're not down there. Yes, I am. Would you rather them run over the people? Yes, and then just shut up. Sirens. Just and- shut up. <laughs> Your silence is more important. Wow. On these unofficial holidays, Jordan, mm-hmm. it is... Consequently, Darwin Day. So if you're sleeping on a train track, I mean, right? Are you trying to get rid of me? Not at all. Are you trying to? Then what do you mean by that? For for what you just said, the people that are dumb enough to sleep on train tracks, they deserve to die. I never said that. No, that's what you said verbatim. Uh, That's exactly the words that came out of her mouth. No, I didn't. That's what I heard. No, just don't sleep on the train tracks. Or die. Or die. Keep Those going. are your two options. It's also Lost Penny Day. So if you're looking for a lost penny, go put it on the train track. Just don't sleep on it. <laughs> Is it that? Does that? Do they fling off and hurt people? I've that heard they either fling off and decapitate you or they derail the train. One penny? Yes. I've heard that. I'm not even part of this conversation anymore. <laughs> it's also Plum Pudding Day. Ugh. All right, guys, you get out of this without me. Go. Go. Did you know there's actually no plums in Plum Pudding? <laughs> Plum pudding? That's plum crazy. <laughs> you guys need me, all right? You never know when that info will come in handy. Like maybe for your pub quiz night. That was On This Day in History with Jordan Silver and friends on the bus. Stace, you're moving in two days. Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to snow. Yeah. And you didn't hire movers. No. I am regretting every decision. There's still time. To what? get out of it well no (laughs) no you're pretty much gonna do that but i don't know i feel like since you know chris screwed you Mm -hmm. earlier Mm -hmm. by not selling your stuff online maybe he should help you move i didn't screw her (laughs) technically no (laughs) metaphorically yes you screwed her you screwed me in the sense that now i can't afford now i have to do manual labor i can't help it takes that long to sell your stuff okay you left it in your trunk for Two months, anyway. All right. We're moving on from that because, Stace, yeah, you actually did sell some stuff. Surprisingly enough, I sold my coffee table set. How I... much did did, 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 <laughs> did you guys have to uh, um, negotiate a price? So, <laughs> the beginning of this week, I lowered it from, well, I started at 100. I wanted 100 for it. Then I went to 90. Then I put pretty much that I'm desperate and said... 
I will sell this thing for $75 if whoever wants it can come and get it and take it from my apartment by Friday. Because you don't want to carry it. I don't want to carry it. Mm -hmm. It's like the lightest thing I own, but I don't want to carry it. That makes sense. Moving socks. Oh, my God. It's one of the top three stressors in life, and we do it so many times. I'm done. So where are you moving again? Uh, Westwood, Kansas. Is that right? Yes. Uh, You said like 47th and Rainbow. That's KCK. Right. Yeah, no. No, I'm I'm moving to Westwood. No. Wait, the, did you lie to us about where you mo- you're moving? All right, so here's the thing. Um, our apartment, our new apartment is like on the other side of the street is Westwood. I am technically in KCK, but I tell people I'm moving to Westwood because it's fancier. Got it. Mm-hmm. Got it. So you're lying about where you live. 100%. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it's like saying you live in Mission, Kansas, but you just kind of add Mission Hills the end of it right exactly yeah i live right next to patrick mahomes i mean like 55 blocks but still he's my neighbor yeah technically we live on the same land somehow we live in the same area exactly so you're going to start telling people that you live next to patrick mahomes yeah love it in westwood love it um but you were texting us about the situation that happened when you sold your coffee table because nothing can go just normal for me of course not why would it no so what happened? I sold it on Nextdoor, which is the app for people who live by you. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot more that goes into becoming a member on that app. So I thought, okay, it's somewhat safer than Facebook. So I'm or cool Craigslist. with this. <laughs> Very much. <laughs> so the 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 guy messaged me. He's like, I want to come see it. I'm like, eh, okay, sure. So I clean it up. Good. And Thank yeah. you. Because nothing is grosser than when you go to buy something from someone and they don't clean it. Right. Like I, it's the first thing that you have to do when you get something new, even if it's used, is clean it. Thank you, Stacey. I, I Cloroxed it. That's my I girl. didn't need to. It's not like I, you know. Well, God disgusting. only knows what you do in there. That's fair. Uh, so, <laughs> so I had him come in, him and his wife, I assume. Sorry. I don't know. Maybe they were, whatever. So, what were their ages? Like, they, were they were probably. 50s, and I hope they don't listen, and they're, like, in their 30s. I apologize. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so this very nice couple, they seem to, they they look to me to be, like, lawyers, maybe. And they want your coffee table? Right? That was exactly my thought. Thank you, Dick. So <laughs> I uh, I welcomed them in, mm-hmm. and they're looking at it, and they're like, you know, that's great. I'll take it. And so we were kind of doing this little small talk thing and go, well, where, where are you guys moving? Because our apartment is full of boxes. I go, oh, we're moving to Westwood. He goes, oh, that's crazy. We live in Westwood. Oh, oh God. Oh, crap. <laughs> you got, like, oh, my God, that's crazy. We're going to be neighbors. He goes, where are you moving? Of course. And I go, I panic, and I look at uh, AZ, and I'm just like, so this is where we're moving. And he, and I immediately, like, just turn away. I'm like, I don't want to see his reaction. And the conversation quickly moved on. Okay. And they were ready to go. Okay. So, time to pick, time to, this girl's making us uncomfortable. Is it nighttime when this is happening? Oh, yeah, 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock at night. night. Who makes wheeling, who does wheeling and dealing at 8 o'clock at night? That's not the safe hours to do that. Westwood, Kansas lawyers. Okay, that's true. So. They're busy. But the best part, because, I mean, you know me, I, I joke around a lot. Yeah, of course. Make jokes that usually aren't appropriate. 
Oh, God, what did you do? So when they are walking, the initial, like, hello, immediately after that, I'm walking them in my building door, and right across from the building door mm-hmm. is the basement door. Okay, And sure. it's never closed, which bugs the hell out of me. But it's open, and it when you look down this door, it looks like the scariest horror film basement. Like, definitely like, some dirty things are going on down there. Like, like the end of, end of Blair Witch or yes, something like that. Yes, okay, all right, yeah. yeah. Maybe there's a lurch is down there. Okay, you know? yeah, yeah. So, very nice man goes, oh, I thought you were going to take us to the dungeon. I said, no, that's later. He gives me a look and goes, mm-hmm, so where's where's this coffee table? I hope he brought a knife with him. I hope he did. <laughs> this is why Stacey can't have nice things. No. This is why Stacey needs Chris to sell stuff for her. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. Put on that little newsboy hat, Chris. Be your handsome self and tell us what's going on. People are raging. Oh, God. About rage against the machine no. ticket prices. Tickets aren't even on sale yet. Prices haven't even been released. But on third-party sites, they're showing tickets from like $300 to $1,000, which is completely unreliable because they're third-party sites and they want to make the money. Yes. But tickets go on sale tomorrow at 1 p.m. So then you can complain about the ticket prices. Exactly. I've seen people on Facebook going crazy over the prices of the Rage Against the Machine tickets. Rage Against the Machine going to be at Sprint Center on May 14th. But they're just getting those from third-party sites. No one knows. I mean, it's going to be an expensive show, I guess. When I did a quick Google search, it said the average price should be start around $80 until like $183 for the average. So... Not cheap, but not the $1,000 for a ticket. $200 to see a concert? Back when I didn't work in radio at all, I wanted to go see a show, and the tickets were $200. And I was like, absolutely not. No, no, no. That's so much money. Back in the 80s, Prince had concerts for $14.50. Sorry, I just went somewhere in my head right there. Okay, all right. What else is going on in the news? Well, based on some geotagged Twitter data, Missouri topped a list of the most pothole complaints in the United States. So we're not we're not exaggerating our complaints at all. Did um did it happen to say the phone number that those complaints are coming from? There's <laughs> they all seem to be the same right. number. Does it end at 9655? It sure does. Okay, that's me. Mm-hmm. Every day. Every day I complain 50 times a day about Well, they potholes. can't fix them cuz in the winter they have to use a coal mix cuz it's an asphalt type and it stays pliable in the cold otherwise it just pop out. Well, it's nowhere near as permanent, and it usually just pops out after a few days, as we saw after the Chiefs Parade. parade. Yeah, literally downtown. All the holes that were fixed, all the potholes that were fixed, are completely empty right now. They're going to get bigger this week. All right, what else is going on? Well, a situation escalated at the Great Wolf Lodge last night. A man paid for a one-night stay, and he tried staying for two nights. And when the hotel tried asking for payment for the second night, he got all pissed off, claimed he had a weapon, and barricaded himself in the room. I don't know how you go from that to that. No. But he had a standoff with police for a while. Luckily, no shots were fired. No one was injured. And he is now in the custody of the Kansas City Police. Where he's going to stay for a while now. We hope so. Mm. Great. Who, who brings that unfun to the Great Wolf Lodge? 
You're supposed to have fun there. You're supposed to be in a good mood. If you're not in a good mood, don't go there. Maybe he's pissed off that it's going to be negative seven tomorrow. Ugh. I'm pissed off, but you don't see me. No, 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 no. Jordan Silver on the bus. Shut up. I was 12. Stop making those faces. Okay, I just got the lyrics. I know. You sent, you sent know. me the lyrics, mm-hmm. and reading through, I have no idea what you're talking about. I think I did, too. I used to listen to Bush all the time. It, their lyrics I, never made any sense, and that's... I, literally, my band was a Bush cover band before we decided to write our own music, and then that's what this is. I, I was 12. Give me a break. Yeah, but okay, I have an entire verse I want to ask you about. I don't think I know the answer to what you want to ask mm. about, but still, this was my first band. I was 12. Okay, I think I was like 16. Could I drive? I could drive. Oh, can an airplane fall on us before we do Mortified coming up after this? It's like hashtag throwback Thursday, except way, way, way more embarrassing. This is Mortified. A damn plane didn't fall. Oh. <laughs> You guys, I almost gave Chris this audio so that I didn't have to listen to it for the first time because I might have not come into work because this is the epitome of mortifying. This this uh, segment right now is giving me life. How much you're freaking out right now is just... I sent you the lyrics to this song that I wrote. You did. And during the commercials, you just gave me these looks and I was like, shut up, I'm 12. I think uh-huh. I was like 16 when I was when we were in this band. Um, But yesterday when we were playing Never Have I Ever, someone picked a card that said, Never Have I Ever Plagiarized Anything. Y'all did some schoolwork plagiarizing. (laughs) It reminded me of the first song that I've ever composed that got on the radio with my very first band in Maine. And the DJ called us out and said it sounded exactly like a ripoff of a Goldfinger song. Uh Which... Back then, you know, we're talking 90, 99, 98, 97. There wasn't re- the internet was not fast enough for music, so I don't know where I would have heard this song, the song Mabel by Goldfinger. But if he called you out on it immediately after, wouldn't he, didn't he like listen to the song before he played it on the radio? Maybe he wanted to just start something. You know, some radio shows love to just start stuff with people. Okay. I have the tape here of us on the radio. Of the DJ playing it, it says... Do we have those old vinyl record players here? I wish we had tape players, but we don't. Thank God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Somewhere up there, thank you. It says nothing, because that was the name of my band. <laughs> nothing. Oh, my God. Because we wanted people to say, what's your name? And we were like, nothing. Her name is nothing. Oh. On WCYY, that was the big alternative station. It's like the buzz, but in Maine. And it says, February 25th. Oh, my God. This is almost... <gasps> Wow. Oh. February 25th, 1999. And then I wrote the time. I don't round it at all. 8.09 p.m. <laughs> we were on the radio. 8.09 p.m. We were on the radio. So was it wasn't difficult to get on the radio back then? I don't know. We were just in a band, you know, homegrown here as a, as a local show. It's something really exciting when you're making your own music, especially when you're starting out. Get- but, but homegrown plays decent local music that's not fair Uh, this is 1999 i had just picked up a guitar and my brother had some friends that played music so we started our band nothing uh, and we started out as a uh, a bush cover band (laughs) you'll definitely hear the bush influence 
in all of this. But I don't know if this is surprising to you guys or not, but I'm actually pretty hard to work with in a collaborative setting. No. No. Oh. So, oh, I, shocked. Rather than working in a collaborative setting with the members of the band to create our own music, I was like, you write your songs, I'll write my songs, and we'll see which one gets on the radio. That was me. Oh, my. Taking a playbook right from John Lennon? <laughs> Maybe mine was the stuff that got on the radio, so <laughs> I don't care how bad this was. This got on the local radio in Maine when I was in high school. Did they just have nothing to play? Oh, no. Like Maybe that's... Listener submission. They had three cassettes to choose from. They randomly chose yours. I, it's Maine. You think everybody plays a guitar? Everybody does meth. Um, well, um, when... Including... They play, <laughs> Shut up. I was going to go right Shut up. Um, did they just have... Just Did the other people contribute in your band? Did they just mumble on tape no one of our what our singer was going through puberty ah. during the recording process so his nickname was goat boy because he would be like bah, bah. <laughs> you want to know the worst part my parents my parents were the one that named him that oh that's amazing. mean so mean but anyway okay so i do have the audio of this song because oh. we did make it into a cd and i sent you guys the lyrics to the song Dominatrix, because when you are 16, that is what you write about. <sighs> and uh, what do you guys think about the lyrics? What's your lyrical interpretation of this very first song that I wrote that got on the radio back when I was in high school? Well, your life seems so hard back when you were 12. Um, I appreciate the second verse, because you, you didn't have enough to say. You needed to have a separate amount into two. One wasn't enough. My hardest thing... In your question that you just asked, um, I have no idea what you're trying to say. I don't, I have a couple different versions, but I'm, I, fine, let's just get into this. Let's get this over with. I don't care. I was going to play Cringe by Matt Mason. Well, no, I just want to get this over with so I can move on with my life. What is this button? Okay, here we go. Fine, here we go. I've got the audio right here. So, first off, this is... Goldfinger's intro Ugh. to their song, Mabel. Take a listen. Cool, you got that? Yep. All right, well, here's the intro to our song. Nobody had, like, a really good recording device. We paid a guy $200 to record us. That, that was too that's, much. That's not what you want to focus on. That was a bla- he, the the DJ was correct. That was absolutely. I think it's in same. the same key as well. Yeah, just a little bit faster. Well, uh, this might be your favorite part because I listen to so much Bush. <laughs> I have a fake British accent when I sing. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I, I, fake British accent. Oh. Um, also, I was listening to so much Bush that I just made up words to the song. Like, they were literally made up words. Is this, is that Sibe? Is that a word you I made don't know up? what that means. Yeah, this is, I don't know. I, that was one of my questions. And so we double tracked the vocals to this song because that's what you do. That's what the Beatles did. And I screw up a part 
and we just don't ever go back and fix it. I say the wrong word in one track. I say the right word in the other track, and... Right there. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) We could have gone back and re-recorded it. Uh, We didn't. But you didn't. So, after the first verse, I was hoping it goes into a chorus, but no. Second chorus that starts out with the world has with my awful British accent. This what is, influenced you to do have that accent? I listened to a lot of Bush. Shut up. This, this is the verse. The second verse is the one that I am very confused about. Can I read the lyrics to you? Oh, maybe a little. The world has treated you bad Got and you it. think it's about time that you... Your finalist test. Oh, no, I was making up words. I'm sweating so much right now. This to see awful. if you right. really are a buddy no, wholesome. What it means? I don't know what it means. I don't know what it means. I don't know what it means. This is so embarrassing. Oh my god. I do most of them. <laughs> All right, stop it. Stop it, please. I never trip unless I I'm don't. With I definitely you. didn't do drugs back then. Um. I just. All right, those are the lyrics. But you know, Gavin Rosdale. Uh, did uh, he used to have this thing that he would do when he would sing, and he, it was kind of like a high pitched like puberty squeak voice. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. You know, like you got a I can't even do it again. Well, guess who? Oh no! During the chorus, here's the chorus of Dominatrix for Mortified. Oh my god! It sounds like someone's whipping a dog. <laughs> Awful. Did you and did you and Bikini Trail use the same horse? <laughs> no, theirs was much better. So, um, I guess I wasn't I wasn't advanced write songwriting yet to write a bridge. So I did a musical breakdown. Um, but I also decided that hey, guess what? I'm gonna talk during the musical oh breakdown. There's another one. Is that you? You know it is. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Sounded so mature for 12 years old. Our drummer screwed up this next part. He was supposed to do the do-do-do-do-do-do part, and instead he goes back to the chorus. Oh. And I am still mad at that bastard 24 years later. You're supposed to go from... It's supposed to be this four times. Yeah. Uh-huh. Four times. Can't do it four times? You can't do it four times. My last band had me in their phone as Mind Fuhrer. Oh, my God. No way. Though I can't just do it four times. What's so hard about doing this four times? Look, I'll do it right now. I can do it right now. It's 24 years later. Mike. 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 Mike W. Calling you out. Definitely not difficult to work with you. And then, um, thankfully, we're at the very end of this. Our producer loved the ending of... Our song, which is basically, I think, me yelling at someone. So he left it on the recording and cuts it off. <laughs> this is mortified. Definitely mortifying my high school band. And this got on the radio in Maine. Listen to those guitars. So in tune. Oh, yeah. 
A producer approved that and passed it on? Well, producer is a... You had a producer. No, we paid some stoner $200 to record our crappy band. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. Well, just as Stacy Moody predicted, it is snowing here in Mission, Kansas. Indeed it is. It's light snow, but it's snow. Mm-hmm. And what? this snow is actually going to continue through midnight. We're going to get one to three inches, depending on where you're at. Drifting in the Volvo today. Mm. I like how Stacy's become the weather person. Thanks, Stacy. You were the, the only one that knew this was going to happen. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would have if I would have looked it up. Isn't that true for anything, Chris? Yeah. Let's, do you have news stories for I us? I do. Okay. I do. All right. What's going on the in the world? The Strokes mm-hmm. have some new music. Their new album, The New Abnormal, is set to be released April 10th. We've got their first single, At the Door. Anyone home? Have I lost it all? Two different reactions when you played that. You and I, Chris, were swaying back and forth, kind of sitting inside the guitar line, and Stacy looked like she had to fart. Um, I do have to fart, but um, it doesn't sound strokey. It sounds like the bravery. Bands sometimes do different things. Okay. They don't all sound like Newfound Glory Ugh, all the way throughout their career. If you don't reinvent yourself, you die. What's the more information about the strokes? When is this coming out? It is coming out April 10th, the new abnormal. Okay, perfect. Um, This other story was all over my social media yesterday. Yeah, you texted me last night, and I'd like to say that the broom challenge is back, or brand new, if you're Jordan Silver. (laughs) There was a tweet yesterday that started a storm. A lady said NASA started uh, stated that the only day that you can do this is yesterday, February 10th, that the gravitational pull of the Earth allows a broom to stand upright. Yeah, no. NASA said that's wrong. It will work any day of the year. Why does a broom just stand upright? Are we all in the movie Fantasia? Yes. When it starts dancing, maybe we need to figure some things out. Yes, that's right. That's when I've gone clinically insane. So, okay, so yesterday was the day that supposedly... Yeah, so we're going to see if we can try to stand this up today. Yes, let's do that on the radio. (laughs) Well, not now. For the the photo. the bus family. All right, so the broom thing was all over social media yesterday because that was apparently the day that Mm -hmm. was the only day that it could stand upright. Apparently, NASA says it's a hoax. While it's harmless, it is important to verify information before just passing it along. That's what social media is. Uh, Verify no verified information, just passing stuff along. What else is going on in the news? Well, Jeff Gebhardt 47 of Prairie Village. Stacy, Jordan, pay attention to this. We'll give you $25,000 if you can help him find a girlfriend. And here's him explaining why. We developed this basically because I'm single. And I don't want to go back to the normal app-based dating stuff. I think that a lot of people treat each other pretty poorly through that. I'm not a person that sits around and does nothing about something. I, I don't want to sit out. Couple questions. Mm-hmm. He's my hero. Um, is he attractive and is he rich? Well, if he can give someone $25,000, I'm going to assume he's got a little bit of cushion. No, no, that could be a trick. You never know. That could be like his entire life savings. And then he has to live in squalor with this poor person. 
does this relationship have to last very long? There's no requirement that I can find that says how long it needs to last. So if you want to like concoct something up with me, we can do that. Okay, what was his name? Jeff. 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 Um, Jeff from Prairie Village. Um, hit me up on any social media. We will go on several dates for that $25,000. It doesn't sound like the person that he goes on the date with gets the $25,000 if you set him up with the right person. Yeah. What I'm finding him a girlfriend being me. It's like, (laughs) you know what it's like? It's like The Bachelor, Prairie Village. I once heard that uh, Billie Eilish is nothing more than just Avril Lavigne whispering. Ooh. Ooh. Huh. I kind of can see that. But don't you dare take Avril's name in vain. I love her. I wish we could play her on the butt. I'd play her right now. You guys. What? Billie Eilish did the cover of some Vogue. Okay. The cover of Vogue. Fashion. Vogue. Right? And we know that she dresses like weird as hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fine. That's her thing. That's cool. There is one trend from our childhood that I hope never comes back. It's been the butt of all jokes since 1995. And she is wearing them. No. In her Vogue photo shoot. Parachute pants slash Jenko jeans. Giant legged. Look at these. Oh, my God. This is no. Vogue. Vogue March issue. Billie Eilish bringing back parachute pants. Mm. They're, they're giant legs, Buzz Family. If you never lived through this the first time. This has always been a joke. Of course, I had a pair. All the hooligans uh. at my school wore Jenko jeans. Yes. Everybody smelled a little bit like weed. Mm-hmm. That's Jenko jeans, that's their smell. It's like a little <laughs> bit like weed. Did you guys ever wear trip pants? What are those? Remember those, like the uh, Hot Topic version of Jinko jeans? They were the one, the black pants with the straps and the really, really big legs. No, we had money. <laughs> Jordan Silver on the bus. Tori, every animal you bring into this room falls in love with Stacy Moody. It's true. I'm here to change Stacy's life every every time. Different animal. So there's some flirting going on right now. Yeah, except this time I don't. I'm not really sure about it. Jerry, I was totally on board with, but there are rats in the studio. Yes, there are rats in the studio, and it's not because the studio is gross. It's because y'all had to rescue these poor animals earlier this week. We did. It's been um, a very crazy couple of weeks for us at Casey Pet Project. But um, yeah, we got a call on Monday. It was around 11:30 in the morning that said that um, is from Animal Control saying they were at a house and that there were. Um, hundreds of animals in the house and that they were uh, asking if we could help in any way. And so we got in our cars and drove over and assessed the situation. And here we are with 270 animals now in our care at Casey Pet Project. And this was after quite the week that you had last week as well. It's uh, It's been a whirlwind. Um, you know, we had the whole Derek Naughty story where he um, so generously sponsored all of the adoption fees for all of our dogs at the shelter mm-hmm. um, that we had the day after Super Bowl, which was 109 mm-hmm. dogs. And Oh, my God. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. And so he generously sponsored. And, you know, we expected, like, oh, a few people, like, to hear about it and, you know, get excited about it. But it, like, caught the world by storm 
Um, you Gail know, King. Gail, Gail King. I was like, if Gail King talks about it. Right. Gonna, uh, that's, that's it. I'm done. And that wasn't even where it stopped. No. The story went all over the place. It's been on BBC World News. It was featured in Australia. Um, it's been all over the place. TV Japan called and wanted an interview. Um, you know, it's been just everywhere. And I looked last uh, a couple weeks ago or a couple nights ago and um, we were at like 700 links just about this story. Wow. Posted all over the place, and in perspective, we had like 500 all year last year. So just on this one story has Huge. reached 1.2 billion people. Wow. So um, can Derek Naughty pay rent? <laughs> like, is he, <laughs> is, is he tapped out now with helping out yeah, Casey Pet Project? Yeah, he donated. Uh, we did a big check presentation at the shelter. We did a Derek Naughty paw raid and invited some of the dogs to come back and meet him. It was the cutest thing ever. <laughs> Um, and he was so nice. It's only his second year. So he's, you know, he's 23 years old. And he just did this because he said, you know, whenever I was growing up, my family couldn't have a dog. And I just want all families to be able to have a dog because they've changed my life so much. Mm-hmm. And so he did this. And the families were all so grateful. Uh, Rachel Ray heard about it. And she called her food company, Nutrish, who donated food for a year for all of the dogs that were adopted. Um, That's and then, amazing. And then Ellen tweeted about it, you know. No big deal. Just Ellen. Just Ellen. Just Ellen. Wow. That's incredible. And also such a good thing. Yeah. You know? It was like the story that everybody didn't know that they needed. You know, it's like we were so hyped up about Super Bowl and the parade and every, you know, Chiefs winning and having this amazing season. And then all of a sudden there's this story and everybody's like, wait, this is so heartwarming. There's so many great stories to come out of the Super Bowl. Yeah. And this was just a good deed of a player using his platform for such a good thing to be able to help animals in our community. So, um, but, you know, it's so funny because CNN tweeted or posted an article that said we were out of dogs. And I was like, no, oh, well, we're no. not out of dogs. <laughs> so in case you are wondering, we have dogs. They are available for adoption. Um, there are still a few that qualify for uh, his sponsorship, but now we've just been filling up again, so we have a lot of new dogs looking for homes. You've been filling up with all kinds of animals, especially, like, what specifically did you find at the house in Kansas City, the one by Hyde Park that was in the news a couple yes, days ago? Yes, we had um, 219 rats is the biggest um, thing, and um, then we had about 16 rabbits, geckos, turtles, tortoises, hamsters, gerbils, mice, guinea pigs. Can can you talk about like how that becomes a thing? So usually in these sort of cases where you see a hoarding case like this, um, it's somebody who has the best intentions. Um, they think that they're doing a good thing. They think they're helping. Um, this person was on the news saying, you know, I love these animals. They are my emotional support and all of this. But this is just a situation that quickly got out of hand. I think he had like 10 rats to start. And when they were housed together, um, they quickly become lots more rats. Um, so when we got them, they were all actually separated by gender. We were shocked because um, normally when we get cases like this um, with animals that are all housed together, we see males and females together. And the last case that we helped with a couple months ago, we had 47 rats that quickly became 80. Oh, my gosh. So we were worried in the beginning when we saw all of them that this could easily be three to 400 rats by the time this is done. But we are um, pretty confident that most of the females have been separated long enough that they will not be pregnant. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And so we're going to start adopting all the rats out today. Okay, cool. Wow. Info on your website, of course, and then 
come on down to the new facility. Yes, we're at the Casey Campus for Animal Care. It's over in Swope Park at the corner of Gregory and Elmwood. Um, yeah, we're starting our uh, Small Animals Big Hearts Valentine Small Animal Adoption event. So the rabbits will start to, they're going to get spayed and neutered today, and they'll start to be available tomorrow. But the rats are ready to go home today. All right, and um, you have to get them in pairs. They, they should go in pairs. Should go in pairs. Yep, and we're so we're doing ten dollars for the first one, and it's five dollars for everyone after that. Um, you can't adopt more than two. Um, they're just going to all be the same gender. Um, so the two that we have here are adorable. They're not from this case, but they are uh, rescue rats from our shelter um, that one of our staff members here has. And so, um, yeah, they're really great pets for those who are interested. And they're like, oh my gosh, I, I don't know about a rat, but they're very social, very sure. smart. Yeah, well, why would, if, if someone's just thinking about, because you said the life expectancy, two to three years Yes, um, yeah, about two to three years for the life expectancy. Um, the, you know, they make great classroom animals. We've had several uh, schools reach out and say, you know, we're interested in adopting some of these for our classroom. Um, they can be handled. All of the animals that we've had have been able to be handled no problem. Um, so, I mean, they're really, they're really fun animals. These guys are all very inquisitive. Danielle has a leash that she has for her rats that they can go all around that she made. Yes, this needs to be on the internet, for real. This, is, this is amazing. Danielle, you're also in a band. We have to talk about this real quick, too, because I've, I've uh, definitely heard of you guys, and you guys are really good. Oh, thank you. And you're doing this amazing thing where you are helping out with, uh, with this rat yeah, no. situation. I so. do the two things all the time, like the two animals and music all the time. <laughs> cool. Do a shout-out for your band so people can check you out. Yeah, uh, we're called L.A. Jones here from here in Kansas City, and we do soul pop music, so it's really fun, high energy, horn lines, the whole thing. So Awesome, awesome. I'll put a link in the podcast as well for that. Cool, but thank you for what you... <laughs> I mean, you guys are literally doing the Lord's work. Anyone that, like, <laughs> is at all part of this is doing so much just to save the animals and... It's got to be crazy. Like, did, did, do you ever get overwhelmed? It's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it is overwhelming. Our staff have been there. Um, you know, it's that we pull the animals out and then it's like, okay, now the hard part starts. So they pull the animals out. It took till midnight the first night just to get them all set up in clean cages with water and food and make sure they were all in there. But, you know, without the community support, we wouldn't be able to do it. So today, I mean, I looked all of our things that we had asked for on Amazon, food, bedding, and cages were all donated. They're all on their way to us. Um, we've had people donating on Facebook for their support, their medical care and everything. Um, it takes a lot to be able to do this. And now it's going to take a lot to be able to place 219 rats into homes. But we know there are homes out there that are ready for them. And um, if you haven't seen the Kansas City Campus for Animal Care, we encourage you to come down. They're going to be set up in our education pavilion today, which you have to go past the roastery coffee shop to get to the education pavilion, which is something that you don't normally hear about in a animal <laughs> shelter. But we do have a coffee shop in the lobby. Oh, we that's have a awesome. Retail store, and it's just yeah. Like, this new facility sounds great. Stacy, you were there yesterday. I was there last night, and it is amazing. I was really excited when I saw the roastery. I'm not going to lie. That was the most exciting part. Space. Kind of. No, not at all. Um, okay, so if anybody's listening and wants to help donate just to help you guys out, because, again, you, you just you thought you were going to have a nice regular week, uh -huh. and then all of a sudden 200-something animals become, you know, you're in charge of. Uh, how can people donate and help out yeah. that are listening right now? Go to our website at caseypetproject.org or check us out on Facebook, um, and we have a, you know, a link on there that you can donate. 
Um, we just put up information about if you're interested in adopting a rat and you're like, hey, I don't know what is, you know, involved in that. Mm-hmm. We put a link up to Petco that has a great list of resources of all the things that you need and can buy at the Petco store. Um, when people do buy from us or from a, when they adopt from us, they get the um, sticker that they can take to Petco and get discounts um, since they've adopted a pet awesome. at, at the Petco stores around town. So. Um, yeah, if you're interested, we would love to see you starting today. Um, we will have some hamsters and gerbils that are looking for homes today, and then rabbits starting tomorrow, and then the rest will follow after that. So proud of you. I don't even have to ask any questions. You do this job so well, Tori. <laughs> just give me a mic, and I'll just talk forever. You got it. You're on TV sometimes, too, of course. Yes. <laughs> awesome. It's been a fun week. I bet it has. I bet it has. All right, well, thank you very much, and check out KC Pet Project on all social media and their website to see what you can do to help. Jordan Silver and friends from 6 to 9 on the bus. Stace, what is the Weather Channel calling what's going on outside right now? <laughs> so, it's Wintery Mess Wednesday. The actual Weather Channel. That's what they called it. I think it's beautiful. It's a nice wintry wonderland. I absolutely love snow. Ew. It's when it's negative 15 degree wind chill that I don't like. Do you love sliding around and possibly dying every single time you get in your car? You have no idea. That's the fun part. That's not the fun part. Doing donuts on accident. Chris does them in the parking lot before work. I videotaped him. Oh, we should post that to our Instagram. Mm. Uh, yes. If I do that, <laughs> will you just not do it again? Because we have video of it? No. <laughs> if, if there is a parking lot that is covered in an inch of snow, I will be doing donuts. No wonder your car makes those sounds. Sounds like the horse from the Outlaw song from Bikini Trill that we played earlier. Yay! Shut up. <laughs> well, tomorrow's bangers. Yes, it is. Oh, my God. I've got the crown. I think one of us, either me, Chris Minders, or the woman to my left, Stacey Moody, will take that crown from you tomorrow. I don't know. Are yeah. you guys going to do a themed song since it's so close to Valentine's Deezy? What? Valentine's Day? You gonna do a Valentine's Day? No, no, Day? I wanna hear what you just said. What did you say? Uh, Valentine's Deasy. We're done for today. I'm not letting you talk for one more second. Thanks for downloading the podcast and hanging out with us today. If you wanna see what's going on when the show's not on air, follow Jordan Silver on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. That's J O R D I N Silver. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law